a thing that makes life so interesting. The theory of evolution claims only the strong shall survive. Maybe so. Maybe so. But the theory of competition says just because they're the strong doesn't mean they can't get their kicked. That's right. See, what every long shot come from behind underdog will tell you is this. The other guy may in fact be the favorite. The odds may be stacked against you, fair enough. But what the odds don't know is this isn't a math test. This is a completely different kind of test. One where passion has a funny way of trumping logic. So before you step up to the starting line, before the whistle blows and the clock starts ticking, just remember out here, the results don't always add up. No matter what the stats may say, and the experts may think, and the commentators may have predicted, when the race is on, all bets are off. Don't be surprised if somebody decides to flip the script and take a pass on yelling uncle. And then suddenly, as the old saying goes, we got ourselves a game. Seven minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show. Our number is 866-WE-BE-BIG. we got Stretch Armstrong. He's your intern today. Uh, and he is uh, taking care of things uh, for YouTube. And he is in the production room, uh, the TV production room, doing all the switching and uh, keeping things rolling while Adler uh, and Aaron uh, are I said Chris, and because their last name's Adler, we just call them Adler. But uh, Chris and Aaron are are celebrating their newborn baby, uh, Ruby Jane Adler. If you don't know that yet, they uh, they had their baby come into the world uh, night before last, around eight twenty nine. Uh, seven pounds, four ounces, twenty and a half twenty and a half inches long. A healthy little baby girl, and so we are so happy uh, for him. We put a lot of the pictures out on social media if you want to go check that out. But he'll be off, as you can imagine, for a little bit. Uh, making sure that uh, everything is good. And we were talking about some stuff off air that we'll have to continue that conversation. You know, normally, uh, you know, all the uh, in-laws and friends come over to the house and help the transition from hospital to home and, and you know, are there. And, and I guess because of this COVID-19 deal and social distancing, that won't happen. So <laughs> they're kind of on their own a little bit. Uh, and that's just going to be a little different than, than what a lot of us uh, – uh, experience. So we'll talk about that a little bit today and have fun with it. Um, we could be spinning the wheel of meat. I know we put that in our uh, network promo yesterday. That could happen at any moment. So check out, uh, but don't, don't leave us and, and uh, be uh, checking that out today here during the show. Also today is Rick and Bubba university podcast day. We uh, record the podcast and then it hits on Saturday morning. Uh, and we'll be uh, talking to Congressman Gary Palmer. He of he is a good friend of the show representing Alabama's 6th District, and we're going to be talking about Washington, D.C. and, and COVID-19 and, uh, and just a lot of uh, the, uh, the, the conversation when it comes to the politics of COVID-19 that is unfortunately seeping in uh, and where we go from here. Uh, and so that'll be this week's podcast, so be looking for that. Right now, let's bring in the other two. They're sitting there ready to go from their home Zoom studios. It is Mr. Greg Burgess and Michael Helms. How are y'all? Y'all, hey, buddy. Y'all good? Hey, yeah, fantastic. Hey. hey, I want to tell everybody, rickandbubba.com, picture of the day for those of you that do not do social media. Yeah. You get to see Adler and, and little Ruby Jane there. So good. 
Uh, I know a lot of people, and I'm envy of you, don't do social media. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's your picture if you want to see the baby. Oh, that's awesome, man. Uh, hey, to- let me ask you all this. When it comes to babies yeah. and people, and this is just my mind, mm-hmm. when you tell me the weight of the baby, I got, I can relate. That's big, that's small. That's, mm-hmm. But when you tell me the length of the baby, I really never really know what's considered abnormal. Nah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. With the weight, we all yeah. know. Hey, man, that's yeah. a founder. That's a big thing. Yes. Baby. Yeah. You know, six to seven is about average. Mm-hmm. But when you say length, I never, I don't give it much. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't know what's considered normal, what's considered small, what's considered big. Yeah. We and might I have to pull in um, Helmsy's wife, Amanda, on that one. Uh, she's the expert when it comes to that and, and babies. Uh, because of her so job. When you, when you tell me about a baby, and just tell me the weight, you don't have to tell me the weight. I, 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 agree, I want to say it's right around 21 inches is what I normally hear. Uh, anywhere in that little, so, okay. you know, kind of right. close. I think if I heard 23 inches, I'm like, wow, that's a big, that's a long baby. That's a tall baby already. Okay. You know, and if you okay. heard something small, I, I seems like I just, <laughs> I, I just 20 to 21 inches is kind of what, what I normally I figure hear. if you have a 10 pounder, he's pretty long and pretty big, you know, or she, you know, yeah, yeah. So I, yeah. I don't oh, have to have the length. Yeah. Just give it from this point forward. Just give me the weight. Right. Right. Sure. Uh, now, now a lot of people are saying that the baby's already almost the size of, of Adler. And that's, well, funny. that's true. It's um, funny but, too. uh, now genetically um, Ruby probably not going to be very tall. No, no, fine. probably not. Yeah. But the wrong hey, look, that. my look. kids are not going to be tall either. And, and Caroline has asked me that before. She said one time, she said, dad, Am I always going to be the shortest person in my class? And That's I just so straight funny. up with her. Straight up with her. I said, look, I didn't think that through when I married your mama. I didn't. I, I, did <laughs> I, I didn't think that through. <laughs> oh, man. So, yes, you are. You're going to be short. Yeah. Um, well, uh, let, let me just give a shout out to everybody in the, in the Huntsville market. We, you know, we have some of the greatest uh, listeners and, and viewers uh, that we, I mean, I, they're just so genuine. They're so sweet. They're so nice. And, you know, it's probably been about a month or so. I talked about, uh, you know, trying to get my parents groceries and so where they don't have to go out to the grocery store because, uh, you know, the situation we're in where my mom's going through radiation and, and had wrapped up chemo. So she definitely doesn't need to be hopping around. Uh, and then my dad, unfortunately, uh, is legally blind, so he can't drive. And now he, he's got the, the energy and the mind of a youngster, but he just can't see. So that limits them on, on what they're able to do. And so uh, I run up there, you know, every uh, maybe seven to ten days and, and try to bring them some groceries and stuff and, and then check around the house, make sure all is good. And I have I, the outpouring of people that are so genuine and are like, hey, look, some, I, hey, you don't know me. I'm a good person. I promise you. Here's my references. I will take care of groceries for your parents so you don't have to come back and forth. Or uh, it's, hey, we have met. You do know me. Here's how we met. I've been in the golden ticket seats or whatever, and I do remember them. Hey, I can take care of it. Y'all are so sweet, but it's just been best for me to run up there, uh, and I've replied to most of you uh, on if, hey, you're, you're an emergency situation where if we can't get up there, I probably will lean on some of you. But yesterday was my trip back up, and um, uh, I've kind of got a routine where my mom will send me the grocery list, and I try to go in uh, you know, a day or so prior to that and get everything here locally. Uh, and then the hard to find items, if I have to stop uh, on the way up there close to their house, I will. Uh, and then I'll just kind of put the frozen items in a, in a cooler, uh, and then, and then going up. So yesterday was the day and my dad kind of got in trouble because, uh, they have a glass door, uh, on the outside instead of a screen door, it's kind of a glass door, solid glass. And then, and then they've got the garage door. 
and the garage door, uh, the actual door that goes in the house, was open, and then the glass door was closed, and they always stand there through the glass and holler through the glass, hey, how you doing? And then I put all the groceries on the washer and dryer and, you know, toilet paper or whatever on the floor. And and uh, my dad was outside. It looked like he was just waiting he can he can hear. I mean, guys, you understand. I mean, he knows when I'm when I'm there. Everything, and so he he heard me coming. I turn into the driveway, and I'm coming up the driveway, and he was he was like almost outside the garage, and I could hear my mom screaming at him, Johnny, get in the house. <laughs> and he just didn't understand why. Corona. He didn't understand why he couldn't just stay outside but stay six feet away. You know. But oh no! Of course, that'd have been on you. Yeah, to yeah, ma- to maintain. Right, right, and uh, boy, he really got cold by my mom, and and he quickly went inside, uh, and then oh. they closed the door, and <laughs> it's just a, it's a and sad, it's, it. it's really a sad time we're in, and I know Greg, you've experienced it because you've been dropping some stuff off for your parents. Oh yeah, it, it, you know, Dad Gummit, you can't even hug your parents. I mean, you can't no, even, no. you know, and and they're talking through the, you know, it's like. You doing okay? How you doing? You know, I mean, at least and, and my can... dad's a big handshaker. Oh, yeah, yeah. This, this is really, really messing with him. Yeah, he, he he wants to crush your hand. Uh huh. That's what he wants to do every time you see him, and he's really had to make adjustments. And, and, and not not making them very well. I'll I'll add. Right, and and I guess you know, I mean, they're leaning on eighty. So I mean, it's just that, and, and you know, your dad's uh, uh, the same age, and Helmsy years are a little younger, but it's that generation that. They've been through so much. They're like, yeah, whatever. I, we're, I'm fine, you know. But yeah. trying to trying to calm them down and go, well, you might think you're fine, but but we're not. You no, know, you're not going to the grocery store. I mean, like my mom was like, well, this is probably the last time you have to do this. And I'm like, no, mom, probably isn't. You know, we're we're yeah. gonna ride this one out a little bit longer and see it through. So no, but when when can I just put a mask on and go myself? And I'm like, well, mom, you just calm down. We're, we're you know, I know they've got to be getting some cabin fever because. Uh, I mean, we're not letting them go anywhere. <laughs> I mean, anywhere. And you know, speed back to you earlier when you started the story, people wanting to help. And that is very nice, but mm-hmm. I don't know about sending complete strangers to my parents' house with no. groceries. I don't know. That'd be a little, it, it, it would be, uh, and, nice. and some it is nice, but understand. Yeah. Yeah. And some, uh, some are like, uh, some, some I do remember and some I have met before. And matter of fact, uh, the nurse that uh, is uh, actually in charge of uh, my mom when she gets her radiation. She's even reached out and said, "Hey, I got well, you." That ha- well, you that know, um, but I tell you what, the the way they are doing things. Of course, they won't let my dad out of the car, and they they pull up oh, to, yeah. the, to they pull up to this side door, and people come out almost in hazmat suits. They don't let her touch anything. They rush her through the side door. They lay her down, give her the radiation, and Dad says she's back in the car in ten minutes. Uh, and hadn't touched a thing, uh, so they're taking all the precautions. But that's the that's the only time they get out. Let me ask you this: so you, let's take your parents and you not being able to see them. That's, mm-hmm. I don't like that. I don't like you not being able to hug your parents and yeah. all that. Yeah. Let's put that over here on the side. Uh-huh. Okay, let's, yeah. let's shove that right here in the corner. Uh huh. Are you enjoying the three hours of getting out and and about yeah. and doing something that that? Most of us are not. I mean, you're being able to drive and look and see what's going on out in the world. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, um, because I'm kind of coming to and from work a lot. I'm out a lot uh, already. But that trip yeah. yesterday was really nice because I was able to get caught up on last week's Bible study uh, on podcast uh, with Rick, and then on the way back home, I, I listened to yesterday's. So there you go. Well, I had I, I was ready. I was ready when I got Rick home. And Bubba, Rick yeah. and Bubba.
face that I see. 23 minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG-THE-NUMBER. We've got Helmsy and uh, and Greg, they're zooming in from home today uh, and ready to go uh, for another edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. Um, Greg, I just got to tell you, too, and you don't realize it, uh, but today's a big yawning day for you, and you've got to stop because you're making me tired. Uh, it's every day, man. I know. I know. We I, Well, look. We you all, ain't seen nothing. You wait till tomorrow. Yeah, we all yawn. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I probably yawn, and I don't even realize it because it's just something you do, and you don't go, okay, that's one yawn. Okay, that's two. That's three. I'm just saying. I'll I, start I've, doing this. I've stopped counting, uh, and and you are way up on the yawns today. Um, I'll just I'll just blink in and out. And you know, the Burgesses they'll rub the forehead a lot uh, or the back of your head, uh, and um, and when you're tired or frustrated, and then. So that's that's pretty high. Today. I rub my head a lot. Yeah, I scratch my head a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, Amanda even pointed that out the other day. She said, "Wow, you'll go to your head." I've uh, noticed that I itch my. I kind of play with but, my, my chin uh, a lot uh, right there at the the base of the little goatee. I've, right I've seen you do that. I, I, yeah. I've noticed I'll do that a little bit. You know, See, I I'll you, go here. This is where I'll go right here. Oh, uh-huh. I'll go. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That's where yeah. I go. I go Speaking there a lot. You, I notice you dig your butt a lot. Oh, Greg, you see, that's what I'm talking about right there. <laughs> I'm like, what's he picking? What is, what's the deal? See, I, I've kind of got mixed emotions. Is his underwear riding on him? I've got mixed emotions on how I feel about you <laughs> because I, I want you to stop yawning because you're making me tired, but a tired Greg is best for the show because you're punchy. Yeah. So I'm really yeah. torn. I don't know what I want. Um, okay, how about okay just, butt scratcher. <laughs> <laughs> if you could just be punchy but not yawn, I'll be great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, back to my dad, jerk. Uh, he... Uh, <laughs> He, he yesterday, uh, you know, um, his, you know, his author John Wilburn, uh, uh, he's Larry the Leaf, and Larry every, now, Lee, every, yes. every now and then Larry the Leaf, uh, he, Larry the Leaf will call. Uh, oh, he called the other day. Uh, look, Larry the Leaf is a prerequisite here at the Helms yeah. uh, homeschooling. Yeah, it doesn't matter your age, right? right. Uh, you, you know, read it. But when uh, when Larry the Leaf, and it was a really fun little little month or two. Uh, when Larry the Leaf came out, a lot of the schools wanted to book him to come, you know, to their little. Uh, school library or, or to the, the the auditorium or something like that and gather in the school kids and read the book to them. And so Johnette, my niece, she was the reader. I mean, she would turn it around because, of course, he can't read. Uh, you know, being legally blind, that would have been entertaining. But uh, if or well, maybe maybe he, I told him he should just memorize the book. But anyway, so he oh, would stand. Wow. He would Be sit tough, up. He would yeah. sit up there beside Johnette on the stool, and Johnette would turn you know turn the book around and, and be the, the the page turner, and she would read it. And she had all these little. She would change her voice and inflection, or, like you know, you with did. the characters and stuff like that. And uh, and so as we were as we would leave each school, all the teachers, the principal, assistant principals, those that were at the school administration that were getting this in and out, said, "When will you get a chapter book? The chapter books are big with the kids. Matter of fact, we we send home reading assignments and things like that. And chapter like books are chapter big. Book. And and he said, "Well, it's coming." And the publisher. Uh, was has asked for another book uh, from him, uh, and Larry the Leaf and the Thieves will be the oh. next book, and they say it's about eight weeks from publication. Uh, Thieves and, and leaves, and so just be ready for that. And the the word on the street has already gotten out, and Greg, everybody can't wait for dramatic reading because you're my you're the reader of any any publication of my dad a poem book whatever yeah you, you, I, and i have read larry the leaf to a, a classroom of sec, a second graders i believe it was that's right that's right and so when that comes out we'll um 
probably can't get him. I'd love to see if we could zoom in with him. Maybe we could talk oh, my mom yeah. and tell her how to do that. And then, uh, and then you could do some dramatic reading of, uh, of his new chapter book. That's I'll, be I'll, I'll be honored to. Yeah. That'll be a lot of fun. Um, leaves and thieves. <laughs> it, it's kind of, it's kind of funny here. It says, uh, here, here's his tweet newsflash, Larry, the leave leaf and his animal friends have harassed and foiled the robbery attempt by two thieves which leads to their arrest. <laughs> That's pretty good. Read all that about is. it in Larry the Leaf and the Thieves, scheduled for publication uh, in about eight weeks. Get ready. I like it. And then he said, like why it. is Greg yawning so much and such a jerk? I don't know why. Put oh, that yeah, in that, that's just common. But, <laughs> I don't know well, why. I'm excited about that. I, I like a good chapter book myself. Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, Christian Publishing is, is who uh, is publishing his books, and so – uh, we look forward to that, and I'll update y'all as, as the did, news comes in. Did you introduce yourself to the children as the real life Larry the Leaf when you were on that <laughs> book tour? Because you know we all say it's based on you as a kid. We still haven't got closure, but I believe it is. Yeah, you know, yeah. it, it's actually just the two of you that that are that are saying that. But I mean, <laughs> uh, other than and that, Flo represents all the girls you used to try to hit on. See, there young. you go. Here we go. <laughs> And we're off. <laughs> Not just one. It's like a bunch of them. Yeah. Now, Helmsy. Uh, Speedy, you can say that it's just me and Greg, but that's what every that's what I hear out loud. That's what they say all the time. Uh, everybody doing, everybody that reads they? it goes, are y'all doing the Speedy? Are y'all doing the they? I mean, that's what yeah. they say. I mean, that's what they say. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just when I'm out and about and six feet to 10 feet social distancing, that's what everybody's saying. That's yeah. what I'm hearing. All right, so What's we out there. So we got to go to break, uh, and when we come back, Helmsy claims he's got questions for us. Uh, oh, I like to stir some conversation with questions. He, I got does. some doozies. Yeah, oh, uh, and and so um, so we'll we'll go through that. I see uh, phone calls are being screened up by Stretch Armstrong. He's multitasking, running back and forth from the call screening room to the TV room. Uh, Eddie Van Adler, of course, is out. Uh, he'll join us uh, probably uh, maybe in a week or so. Uh, Rick and Bubba join us at top of the hour. So we'll take a break. We'll be right back. It is the kickoff hour live on the Rick and Bubba show. Don't go anywhere. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-five minutes till top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the kickoff hour. We are live, and we appreciate you as always making us a part of your day. Some of the greatest radio stations in this country call Rick and Bubba home, and we thank them so much. The staff, the board ops, the program directors, production directors, all the folks that keep the station running. Thank you so much for trusting the Rick and Bubba show enough uh, to let us be a part of your station. Also, don't forget, we got YouTube. We got uh, a number of different apps where you can grab the show if uh, you are out of uh, a radio market. Check that out at rickandbubba.com. All the links and information are there. And right now we're live in HD because uh, Stretch Armstrong is in there switching and getting things going for the day. Uh, and uh, we, we thank him as always. Uh, when it comes to the interns, he'll be on the Mount Rushmore of interns here for the Rick and Bubba Show as he has stepped up during this time of need with Eddie Van Adler uh, and Aaron having their baby, a uh, little girl, if you uh, have missed it. Uh, had it, uh, what, I guess, night before last, around 8.30 p.m., 
and uh, it is uh, Ruby Jane Adler, uh, and she is just so beautiful. And we put a lot of stuff out on on social media about that. If you want to go grab some pictures uh, and check it out yourself, you can do so. And all those links are at rickandbubba.com on the homepage. All right, guys, um, we got an email during the break, and I, I want to bring something up, and I think that might lead to another conversation. Uh, but I've noticed that, that Helmsy, you've gone to some uh, – so you know when you go to like a uh, – I don't know if we all remember going to a restaurant and sitting down at a table. Do you all remember when we used to do that? Yeah, um, vaguely. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, they would they would have these little I call them squirt bottles, but it, it's okay. like it, and they would put like maybe hot sauce or sometimes yeah. even ketchup, ketchup in it, mustard. Yeah, and you just turn it and you just just kind of squirt it out, and then boom, there it goes. Love those yep. little squirt bottles. Um, and I see that you've gone to one <laughs> for your Spark, and and um and and that Spark is, is an Advocare product that is uh kind of like coffee or something like that but anyway it's a little energy to get you going for the day it's energy and, drink, yeah. and but it looks like on camera that you're you're like i, I didn't realize i i guess it's just a breakfast habit. yeah i didn't realize i was doing it during the uh during the actual show but mm-hmm. yeah this is uh something i've got a couple of these at the house that i'll mix barbecue sauces and whatnot yeah and we've run out of bottled water here um and and so yesterday I needed something to mix a spark and I don't like, like putting it in a coffee mug and stirring it up. It's just, I, I like to shake it cause I don't drink mine all it immediately. How do you I shake it? it a Show bit. us how you shake no. it. Huh. Okay. There we go. Yeah. And, that's a good and so I just happened to look in the cabinet and I thought that'll be perfect for my spark. Sure. Uh, I thought originally that I would open it up and drink out of the top of it, but I really like drinking it out of the little, uh, it is thing. weird. That's a strange look. Yeah, there it is. Look at that. And I say you've gone to something too, little Greg. Huh? What? Well, I mean, I well, know I know that you get stuck up. Oh, yeah. you, you get stuck upstairs. You've gone to your little broadcast area, and you don't want to, you know, go back and forth or, or wake you know up. Stairs squeak when you go. Oh up yeah. Um, well, the other let me let me set this up because last week we were talking about thing. We were on the phone and we were talking ooh, about things we like and dislike about our setups. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I tell you what I don't like is I got to go all the way downstairs to get my coffee. It's just so far away, and it's hard to get down there, make coffee, and be back in time, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I'm going to have to do something different. Well, then a minute ago when we went to break, he said, I'll be right back. I'm grabbing coffee. And it took him like 30 seconds. And I thought, wait a minute. He's implemented some kind of plan because he yeah. only took him 30 seconds to get coffee. So what are you doing? Well, I was thinking about just bringing the coffee pot up here, but then I kind of, then I'd have to take it back down because I want coffee later. Anyway, so I was looking through the cabinet and I came across one of them gigantic Yeti cups. Oh yeah. So I fill it up like a thermos. Okay. okay. Bring it up here and I dump from my Yeti into my little cup because I don't right. like drinking out of a giant coffee cup. I'm mm-hmm. saying I just don't. I gotta have a mug. I got something by having a mug. Yeah. But I'm actually bringing a Yeti. Hey, it'll hold it. It'll keep it warm. Of course, I drink it so fast, it's not going to get cold anyway. Right. But so I, I'm, I, it's either that or bring the coffee pot, and I didn't want to run it up and down the stairs. Right. You know? Right. Now, so do you have it there beside you? You can show everybody? It's in the floor over there. I can't reach it. <laughs> I keep it out of the shot. <laughs> do you really? Yeah. Uh, well, we, <laughs> we, we noticed. I knew the- something was up because you said, I'm going to get coffee. I mean, it was like 25, 30 seconds. Yeah. You were back. And I was like, wait a minute. Oh, it's game changing. It was huh? a game changer. Yeah. Got you a little setup, don't you, buddy? Yeah, uh, you know we're all adapting. We started out with just a computer. Now we all got microphones, and we sound a little better. Got headphones, and mm-hmm. or and I said, look, I got all that. And I might as well get my coffee like I like it. Let me ask you a question. Do you know how when? And I know we don't get to go on many, but you know how sometimes when you go on vacation, you go away. Maybe it's to the beach or something, and you, you you're down there for maybe a week. 
And about day four, you start thinking you live there, and it's yeah. just like a part of your life, oh, and you yeah. forget like living back at home and stuff. Have y'all been in that setup enough to where you forget coming here? Like, oh, yeah. is that is that like part of oh, yeah. your day where yeah, you go? Become your routine. Yeah. yeah, this is the first week I felt like that, but I, I've definitely got in. You know, and we were talking about this off air. I guess it was two days ago. We're coming up on that twenty-one day habitual mm-hmm. uh, deal. Yeah, and I yeah. I can so tell in my daily life the new habits I'm starting to develop. We still got five or six days to to truly the quarantine twenty-one days, mm-hmm. but. I'm I'm starting to do things I never thought I would do, and this is just another habit. I get a shower, I get dressed, I yeah. walk in the kitchen, and I, I I fill my hot sauce bottle up with Spark, and I come downstairs, and I I get the TV going, and I mean it's just like I do everything that I would have done there. Yeah, um, I get online and check the servers versus walking in and checking them. I mean it's just it becomes normal. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, uh, and you and you fill your little yeti up, Greg, and take it upstairs, will you? I do. That's little my, man's got his routine. coffee. I jump in the shower and get out. My coffee's, I got it set on a timer, so it's already done. Mm-hmm. Fill my Yeti up, up. I come upstairs. Like I say, it becomes a routine. At first, it was awkward. You know, it felt weird. But mm-hmm. but I will say this. I'm ready. Now, I get two more hours of sleep doing it this way. Yeah. But I'm ready to get everybody back. I mean, it's just. It's Greg, just, that sounds good. But <laughs> I don't know that that's worth that two hours sleep you're getting. <laughs> well, now, that is a tough trade-off. If I, if I could just blink and be in the studio and blink and be home. Yeah, would be beam nice. yourself. Speedy's talked yeah. about beaming for years. Yeah, oh, like, man. whenever we get that. But besides that, and plus I, I, I'm saving a lot of gas money. That's not a bad. Yeah, thing. no, yeah. you are doing that. That's for sure. But um, and that that kind that kind of um, that that really that really helps a lot. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, because you know when you when you go an hour and a half one way, that's three hours a day. That saves a lot of gas. Now gas prices are lower, but still, it saves a lot yeah, of gas yeah. money. It saves gas. Um, you know, we were, I saw a, uh, an interesting discussion. When it comes to the major markets now, I, I don't know how these, you know, how the economy will go in phases of, you know, what governors will do what, and and there's certain areas of of you know Mid America and and rural areas where you know small businesses have learned so much from grocery stores and other things about how to to run the business and things they can do with checking employees' temperatures and social distancing, even though they're open and all that. I think some people can, you know, they have enough sense to where they can do that. But some of the larger markets like a New York or Detroit, Chicago, uh, you know, Boston, where they got subway systems, they got everybody's on top of each other. A lot of people, they say, when they start to phase everybody back in, will still work from home. And then yeah. only the es- essential employees of that business will go in to kind yeah. of keep things churning, but most people will actually stay at home because of technology and where it's gotten. If you, yeah, if they well, can, I was talk I was talking to a guy yesterday and he owns a I'll call it an IT engineering company. Yeah. And they have probably it's a small business. They probably have eight to ten employees. Mm-hmm. And he told me, he said, there's no way I'll get my people to come back to the office. <laughs> he said, because they're all showing out right now. They're all doing way more than they ever thought they would do from home. Right. We're he said they because of the business they're in, they haven't lost anything. They're thriving. Mm-hmm. So he said my employees right now are making a really good argument that we don't need an office <laughs> we don't need an he office. said which which you know he said the lease expensive. on our office is going to run out in about eight months and i may really consider us just doing everything from the house yeah and i think you will see some some of the smaller businesses do that and then i think you'll see maybe even some of them if they need an office maybe downsize this you know exactly. the, 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 yeah. the office to where maybe not as many employees are going yep. in because some can still do their job and do it effectively from the house yeah yeah, he doesn't need a storefront. Everything he does is is you know yeah. 
consulting and outsourced yeah. and, and going to other places. Nobody ever comes to his shop. So yeah. <laughs> he, he said, though, he said, I will never get my employees back. He said, they're, they're loving it and yeah. they're doing a really good job. That's so good. He said, now, and he said, he's in the office by himself and he's blasting music and he's doing all these things that he, he's brought a, a, a golf net in there and he's hitting, he's digging it too. So. <laughs> That's good stuff. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, we got to just kind of hanging out there uh, and didn't get to your question. So I'm sorry, Helmsy, but uh, we just had oh, some, uh, we had some email about what you were sipping on. And then that led into Greg's little little I system. Think it's a little gin going. and juice. Yeah, look at him, huh? Do you have a bathroom upstairs, Greg, or do you have to run? Oh down? yes, yes, of course. So I got you, two of them. so you can go. Oh, oh I got money. Um, oh yeah, that really means. Money. And lady, will email again. Watch so you can go upstairs right. and stay up there. Then that's good. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Until top of the hour. For you YouTubers, it's Mama, I'm Coming Home, Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, this portion of the show brought to you by our friends at gridironmens.org. Uh, hey, you know, the reason I say that is because everybody on YouTube, they just see us singing but they don't hear the music uh so it, i know it has to look strange to them uh and uh i've seen it myself so that's why i was telling you but gridirons men's conference is coming to huntsville that's right believe it or not i mean they're still on on, on track to have this it's the 2020 gridiron men's conference uh and it's uh time to secure your tickets and make plans to attend the gridiron men's conference in huntsville at uh, what's well, Friday and Saturday, June nineteenth and twentieth. That's the Father's Day weekend. If you're kind of wanting to put that on the calendar, it's uh, uh, two days that will uh, you know be, help you uh, be better balanced at work, at home, relationships. Check them out right now at grid, gridironmen.com. That's gridironmen.com or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. We've got exciting speakers uh, like uh, David Jeremiah, uh, Larry the Cable Guy, uh, Steve Farrar. Uh, Josh Rivas, uh, Charles Billingsley, B- Billingsley, excuse me, I should, and uh, Rick Burgess as well. And I understand Billingsley is feeling better. He had COVID nineteen, and uh, he is feeling better uh, and getting through that. But check it out right now, GridironMen.com. That's GridironMen.com or RickandBubba.com under the sponsors button. All right, so Helmsy, uh, I, I promised that we would get to some of your questions. And we'll do that now. You have uh, some things well, that will just kind of make you know, us think these here. These questions are always in the stable if we need them. We don't have to go to them, right? So, um, but I but I do have a few. If y'all okay. want, if y'all want to get into it, I uh, okay. Here we go. If you had to be stuck at one age mm-hmm. for the rest of your life, what age would that be? Forever. You can, you can't change it. Mm. Oh wow. What age would it be? Uh, See, and I've had time to think about this, so I know what my thirty two. Okay. I don't know why I just felt like I had. That's that's about a good age. 
Yeah, I'm going back and forth on something here. Um, yeah, you know, at first I thought we'll 20, I thought 21. I thought 21, but then I thought, well, you were pretty stupid no. at 21. I know yeah. that's why I didn't get. See, it. I, I was go. thinking I went a little older than you. See, I was thinking 18 for a while because then you know you're still you're still like at home and you know you you being things point. are being you know paid for. But then you're like, well, but then I'd be out of my own. So I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say 35. <clears throat> okay, yeah. you're close to me too. I went 37. Okay. Um, just because I, I my back was not a big issue at that point, <laughs> and, and and that's also that's uh, a, a point where I finally feel like I matured, a, a, probably more than I ever have in my life. Right. And so that that's why I go thirty seven. Yeah, I just felt like did you get into the thirty, and I want to be closer to thirty than I did forty. Yeah, so I went with no, that's a good thought. Yeah. yeah, just saying. I was making decisions at thirty two. I didn't need to be making. So that's why I didn't go there. That's pretty. Yeah. That's pretty steady. Working yeah. steady. Yeah. See, I didn't get steady from thirty five, thirty seven. That range. Yeah, and see, I, I'm I'm gonna be you know kind of, be. But I mean, it's like you know, I had met Terry. We were married. Uh, <laughs> we had rededicated our life. You know, when we got out of our twenties, would be just be just an idiot. You know, and uh, I don't know how I made it through my twenties. <laughs> to be honest with you, uh, I really don't and, know either. And I, I, um, I'm surprised I'm even alive to this yeah, day. Yeah. So I just think I, I I had a little bit better sense of of what was happening and and how I should act and and be and and uh, so there you go. Yeah, thirty five. All right. Now, this next one, I don't want this to turn into us naming a bunch of things, okay? Because okay? I'm only oh, asking for God. one, oh, okay? God. If you had to only watch one movie over and over and over during this quarantine, what movie would it be? You 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 only have one. If you're going to watch a movie. I've narrowed it down real one. quick. I'm going to go Twister. Speedy, that is amazing to me that you always fall back to that movie. <laughs> I'm probably going to go Braveheart. Okay. Oh. But with with the natural in a close second. I've noticed that okay. with Braveheart, I like Braveheart, but there's a couple of uh, couple of parts of the movie. It's like, I don't want to watch it. It's like, you know, when they lock the church up and then when his son dies that's and all not, that, it's like, I don't that's want That's not Braveheart. You're talking about the Patriot. Oh, what? Uh, yeah. William no, Wallace. You're right. I'm sorry. I have it it's mixed up. Difference. You're right. You're right, Greg. I'm sorry. I, I totally now, same actor. Yeah, that's on me. That's on me. <laughs> Brave. Yeah, you're right. Different, different country, different yeah. time frame. Right. Yeah. No, no. I just I had it mixed up. No, you're right. I but with the other one, I, I couldn't. I hate those parts of the movie. Do you ever do oh, that yeah, where you get to it's a horrible. part of the movie and you don't what, like it or you? Oh, go, I can't stand when the son gets killed. It, it, yeah, the and, Patriot. And they burn I, him I in that church. Can't watch it. Can't watch it at the church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've but I don't want us to get into those discussions. That's I I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, the Patriot. That, I had it mixed up. You're right. So, how often would you watch it? Like, you would you, once every once every once, uh, once every three once a week once a week. Okay, I'm going every three. Twice, then break it down to twice a month. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and I, I might so I, many I, others, if I though. could. Could I change mine to Gladiator? One to what? Gladiator. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. You can okay. change it right. if you want to. But there's a. But that's all. That's it. And the only reason I'm allowing you to change it is because I, I'm done with you having this twister thing. Yeah. Well, don't hate. All right. <laughs> Let's go. What's next? All right. Um, twister of all movies. <laughs> hey, look. Don't don't knock it, buddy. All right. So let's see. I do watch it when it's on. Mm-hmm. All right. Here's a good one. Um, give me three to four words that best describes you. 
Oh, could could we could we give them the best that describes each other? Like I, I can't do. I, that's like when you go to a job interview and they give you three adjectives. What? 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 Yeah, what man, yeah, I, don't, I don't. Yeah, right. Three or four words that describe me. I, I could describe y'all, well, but it's badass. One word or two. <laughs> Greg, this is the kind of stuff I'm looking for. It's that one or two words. My friends, stop it. (laughs) Well, see, I I was for me. I would have said a very complicated individual. So you could have said, "Wow, a you know, yeah, right, right, okay, yeah." So it would work for you, Greg. Yeah, you could. I'm going with that. I'm going with that. Whether it's true or not, I like to think that. Right, we're all a little bit delusional about ourselves. I mean, most people are. But uh, I mean, I think I have great hair. What's that tell you? Right, right. We don't see ourselves the way others do, yeah. but you know, based on your last answer, Greg, I'm scared to ask this next question. Um, I because I need you to fill in the blank. Okay. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Life is too short to tolerate what? Oh, I got. Oh, Ooh, I, you know night. my first answer because I don't. Because my motto is I don't have time for that. For DAs, I'll, I'll, I'll just I'll just say BS. I'll break okay. it down. Right. All right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. if you ask me a lot of times, I say, look, I, that's one thing I don't have time for is a lot of, I ain't got time for that. Right. I know. Yeah. You I know mean, what I mean? Yes. Speedy. I, well, I'm right on that. Just, just, yeah. I mean, the little thing, just, I mean, good night, the drama that can come from them, you know, and yeah. sometimes you just get so focused on that. You're like, why, why have I spent so much energy on this? <laughs> yeah. I ain't I got time Let's for save that. save it for the big things. Yeah. Let's save yeah. It. Yeah, I mean, yeah. good night. That's not worth all that. But sometimes you don't learn that lesson until you, to, to you've been through it. You know, and then you go, well, yeah, yeah that was dumb. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> what about you, Ham? Uh, it's uh, around the same ignorant Maybe. people yeah. and DAs and, right. and BS. Yeah, I just lumped that into BS. Yeah, all, all that into one. <laughs> <laughs> all right well that's it for the questions buddy um, I, like, I like the questions yeah, ooh, look at me i'm oh there he goes again rubbing his forehead <laughs> um, well, Larry, you are digging in your butt again i'm, I'm sitting down yeah. look i, I scratched you, my head i know, I know. greg i'm sitting down greg i'm sitting down you can't say that i don't know if he's got a ra or has he got riding shorts i know what you're a da i know that rick and bubba The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Six minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Coming to you from the broadcast plaza and teleport and then home studios all across Sweet Home, Alabama, which is our home state. But we start this hour. Here's the national anthem.
It is seven and a half minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being here. Uh, we'll update you on the latest involving the pandemic. Uh, we'll talk about life in quarantine. Uh, we're getting closer, and we'll talk about it today on the uh, weekly podcast, Rick and Bubba University. we got to figure out some way to open this country back up, and we'll talk uh, with uh, one of our congressmen uh, that is, um, like the rest of them, trying to, trying to work that strategy out. That'll happen on Rick and Bubba University, the podcast today. So be sure you are listening for that uh, this weekend. We got Speedy here in the studio with me, along with Stretch Armstrong, the real Greg Burgess, and Helmsy. Uh, they're in the home studios. Uh, and of course, uh, we may hear from Adler today, but obviously the baby is here. If you missed that yesterday, Ruby Jane Adler came into the world, seven pounds, four ounces, 20 inches long. She and mom, uh, and from what we could tell, dad uh, are doing okay. So uh, let's bring in the other half of the two sexiest fat men alive. Most of you know him best as a silver tongue one. The man with a golden voice, professional and cheaters man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Baba Bussy! Baba, how you doing today? Rick, I'm fine, and I want to welcome friends, neighbors, and associates everywhere back to the pan of Rick I and Bubba. The morning sun, I hear another train roll by. It's just another day I have to make it through. Life. Here we go. Everybody together. Bring it in. I just can't take no more. I feel lost and blind. Yep. Walker Band. Bubba, you know, I found somebody sent this today, and I've been looking for this because, you know, we're we're all, um, you know, you and I are um, exactly nearly the same age, only about, what, uh, nine months apart, maybe less yeah, than that? something like that. Something six, like that. Six, uh, six, months. six months apart. Uh, you, you, Let's see, 10 yeah. and 3. What is that? Put it this way. I, I missed graduating when you graduated uh, by one day. Uh, oh, so we, we would we would have been in the same class if I'd been born one day either I can't remember earlier or later but uh, October third was the cutoff of me being the class of eighty three versus the class of eighty two so isn't that funny uh, but anyway so uh, so this was sent to me and I've been, I've been looking for I guess I need to stop that one <laughs> stop that one first the uh, but uh, you know you we have been talking about this for a while and because uh, you and I grew up at the same time with all this Zoom format. People are saying, were these kids prophetic? And that are, these are the kids that uh, that were on this TV show. And, uh, I didn't watch that show, but I remember the song. Yeah, yep. I, I don't. I'm like you. I don't remember what the show was about, but I remember they sang that song and they wore striped shirts 
and they had the the letters Zoom, <laughs> yep. and they were all like dancing around. Yep, they were. I don't know what the show. I don't remember what the show itself was. Yeah, this, yeah. The, now I remember Captain Kangaroo a lot better. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I just remember that song would come on probably because the the public uh, TV station had been left on after Sesame Street and right. Mr. Rogers was over. And then the electric company, company, and then they would crank up. And I'm with you, you guys. I, I may have watched 30, 40 seconds mm-hmm. of it one time as a kid, but that intro <laughs> would grab you because, you know, the, the TV would be on. There's only oh, yeah. there's only three yeah. channels. Yeah. And uh, they would all dance in front of the word Zoom <laughs> and sing Zuma, 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 Zoom. And so, and, stri- and striped shirts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so now somebody is coming back saying, were, were these prophetic kids of the 70s? Mm-hmm. So, um, where yeah. are they now? Uh, who, who knows? <laughs> who knows? That you, I bet we'd be shocked who some of them are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Some probably of them right. probably went on to very big things, and we just didn't know it at the time. Yeah. So, Rick, you mentioned we got to – hopefully uh, maybe we can get an update uh, on Ruby Jane today and yep. Stretch's back, how they're doing. Stretch have, you seen the, have you seen the protest in Michigan? Yeah. Uh, people are, are saying enough with uh, – and they, they, they went – I mean, they went way over the top yeah, there. Yeah. They've got a tyrannical governor. They've got a tyrannical um, governor. Yeah. So we'll we'll see how that. Uh, did you get my email that uh, this very this very broadcast has made a a big time broadcasting list? Did you see that? Well, I, I was trying to figure out who who was the the source of the the various home <laughs> studios of conservative radio. Who who was the person that put that out? Did that come out it, from it Blaze? Glenn, I believe it was Glenn Glenn Beck. It was that's right. So Glenn put all this out, yeah. And I've yeah. been trying to get in touch with Glenn. I've emailed him because I'm trying to get him on uh, Rick and Bubba University the podcast and um and I haven't heard back from him. So now I've got that that horrible thing. Mm-hmm. Did Glenn get tired of his personal email and he's changed it? <laughs> you know, <laughs> but right. uh, but so, yeah, you I, know, we, I saw we, that on uh, glennbeck.com and all the different uh, home studios and what they are, are being funny claiming is in the background, which is hilarious. Mm-hmm. It was yeah, that, some pretty funny stuff. Funny. You know, the, uh, this whole pandemic has uh, created a lot of funny environment. Uh, you know, it's serious of course, but, uh, it, it is funny how people have reacted and, you know, comedy is going to come through even in the darkest moments. That's for sure. Well, it usually does. And I'll tell you, if you, if you're willing to not be super over hypersensitive, they, you can find some gold in there. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, we are yeah. super oh. over-hyped, uh, whatever you said. Well, remember, though, Bubba, we're, all, we're super hypersensitive only if it affects us. We're not super hypersensitive about what we say about other people. Hmm. You know, that's the part right. That's the part that never seems to work. The, the, the super hypersensitive people are some of the meanest people we have. Yeah. And, and I know Speedy's been making fun of my shirts, but I want to remind him I'm in a pandemic bunker. I've only got four. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's a good shirt you have. On so that. you're going to see a shirt doubled up over the week at yeah. some point. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we, we, we all are. It's, um, yeah, I, that, that's Bubba, a, this is the first day I've got out of my sweatpants. So I, I understand. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, it's, uh, it, you know, you, you have to, you got to find some motivation to get dressed these days. Yeah. yeah. You, there's got to be something going. I told you the time Sherry and I just got dressed and then ate dinner at, at, at home. Yeah. Like we were going out. <laughs> so, uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll unpack the stories of the day. We've got, uh, all the various theories and conspiracy theories and, where did all this really come from? We're back on the Wuhan lab again. Uh, that's starting to get some legs. Uh, you know, it, it came up. It was shot down. It creeped its way back up, got shot down again. That's creeped its way back again. Uh, you remember me asking Gary Palmer about it. We'll get to ask him again today. Yeah, we will. We will. 15 minutes past. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
This program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant goobs. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. It is 21 minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. Uh, so uh, we, were, we were talking going to the break, and, and, and I was wondering if there would be any pushback, and I'm still waiting to see, are we going to see some pushback in Virginia? Uh, because uh, these are the two places, you know, any time, and our founding fathers talked to us about this over and over and over again, uh, the way they, they set it up, and really everything was set up to limit government because our founding fathers said you can't trust government. Uh, anytime you allow government to grab ground and take away your civil liberties and take away your rights, they will. Uh, they always have and they always will. That's the reason why they set up a contract that said this is what the government does. Anything else is less up to the states. And then the states themselves put together constitutions that were also supposed to limit the, the power of their state governments. Uh, they vary um, you know, a little bit from state to state. But you know, you get yourself a pandemic. I mean, this is what this is what the big government people have lived for. And again, like we said yesterday, watch the green movement people too. They're 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 loving this. They're they're, they're thinking this is exactly the kind of world we wanted. Uh, so so you know, pay attention to that. And then of course, Babylon B said nerds are celebrating when they woke up to a nerd utopia where everybody <laughs> where everybody's inside and nobody goes outside and plays. Uh, but anyway, so Michigan. You know, this is uh, this is a young. This woman is trying to. Um, you know, a lot of people say she's vying to be the vice president um, uh, nominee that Biden's going to select, and she's trying to show herself to be a good little social socialist uh, by saying, "Watch me take over Michigan." And uh, during the pandemic, and uh, Bubba, you were telling me, and I, I didn't know this till we got here today, uh, that some of the uh, people in Michigan are starting to push back. Oh, Rick, they had a big pushback yesterday. Uh, the governor, Gretchen Whitmer, uh, they are protesting by the thousands to end her strict stay-at-home orders because they're saying they are unconstitutional. Yep. Now, you saw a lot of MAGA flags. Uh, you saw uh, wow. things of Hal Whitmer. Yep. Uh, you saw uh, all kind of protest, and, and the weather was not exactly ideal. No, it looks bad. I'm looking at it right now. So I don't know if you if you had seen any footage of the cars on the road that are uh, in front of the Capitol building. It looks like it's about uh, five or six lanes wide, about as far as you can see, and uh, it, it's pretty impressive. Now I'm not uh, totally up on what she is doing there that has everybody so uh, up in arms. Do y'all? I'm I'm a little bit out of the loop on what they're doing. Yeah, I knew I knew more about the Virginia governor because you know we've had listeners and viewers. That yeah. have been telling us, screaming to us for months, long before the pandemic. You got to watch this guy. Uh, you know, of course, we saw his horrific, uh, you know, talk radio interview about letting babies that were uh, fully fully birthed, you know, get over on the table and die. And mm-hmm. and he was talking about it as if you were talking about what you were going to do with some corn chips mm-hmm. that that might might have gotten stale. Mm-hmm. But but anyway, um, so he's he's a creepy guy. And so I saw that he had like twelve hundred things that he was going to use the pandemic to say, I'm going I'm to rubber stamp these things mm-hmm. and, and put them on through. And it, and it all was about, you know, all kinds of big government agendas and, and uh, about abortion and, and all kinds of stuff. Now, if I'm not mistaken, is it Whitmire's, I say her name? Whitmer. Whitmer. 
Wasn't yeah. she the one that gave the Democratic response to the yes. last State yeah. of the Union? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 So now I'm with you, though. I know she's doing a huge overreach because they listed her along with this Virginia governor, mm-hmm. but I don't know the details of what she's doing. Yeah, well, um, one of the things that, that she has told stores is that they cannot sell non-essential items. So, you know, if you go into a store and you want to buy something, uh, let's say you want to get something that that she deems is non-essential then right. then you cannot purchase that also you can't go out on your own boat if you let's say you have a little lake or something like that and you just want to go out in your boat by yourself you can't do that you can't travel to if you had another home you can't do that you can't go to maybe your, your cabin or your your hunting lodge by yourself and hang out i mean she has really clamped down on the state to the point where, as y'all talked about, about ten thousand vehicles. But I mean, uh, ten thousand. I showed I up. You were, when I you know. said a big number, I thought we were talking <laughs> about a hundred. No, you, no. you don't understand. It, it looks like a revolution up there. I, yeah. I, I would be a little afraid to. Uh, you know, you better keep the uh, the the office to the governor locked, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, Rick, they're they're going under the hashtag Operation Gridlock. Right. Uh, and it is being uh, uh, pushed by the Michigan Conservative Coalition. Uh, and several other groups, uh, the Michigan Freedom Fund, uh, and all of this. But they, and here's the thing uh, interview, there were some interviews on the street, and this is the common thread that you're hearing. People are saying they had rather die from the coronavirus Absolutely. than see their business be totally destroyed and forced to close because of the pandemic uh, fear. Uh, so far in Michigan, 28,000 infected, and about 5,000 have passed from it. Yeah, some of the things they're mentioning, like they said at one point, and we in some other some other states, even our own, had this dilemma. But but she took it a step further. You know, people were saying things like, "How can you drive up to a liquor store, but you can't drive into the parking lot of your church?" Mm-hmm. Well, they said in Michigan, she has the abortion clinics open, but she has banned the sales of American flags as essential. Uh, so yeah, maybe, yeah, well, maybe, that's yeah, you know, that's kind of crazy. I mean, yeah. if you're an essential business, I don't see how you can go in and say you can sell this product, you can't sell that product. See that that's overreaching government because if that business is such a threat to be open, then close it. Yeah, I mean, if the supermarket can't be open, then close it. But if it can, then it can sell beans and it can sell pork chops and it, it can sell, sell American flags. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and she and they say also <clears> that the unemployment system in Michigan is completely archaic, mm-hmm. out of date, and it, they said nobody can get their unemployment checks. The system is is uh, is gone. Uh, and, the, and and then, as you said, all these businesses saying, if, if we do what you say to do, none of us will exist at the other end of this whenever you decide that you're going to allow anything to go on. And what they're saying is what we, we as Americans cannot tolerate. We cannot tolerate it at the federal level. We cannot tolerate it at the state level, and we cannot tolerate it at the local level, and that is tyrants, tyrannical dictators. We don't do that here. And and then you have some people that are saying, even with these things, they're saying you can't forbid, like in this case, the Constitution gives us the right to assemble and protest as long as we stay inside the rules of not destroy, destroying property, mm-hmm. hurting other people, and all this. And you can't take that away from us. You can't. And, uh, and, and so, uh, you know, you, you, well, can't- you know, I, I see, I, I'm, I'm just really in the libertarian circle as far as a lot of my beliefs, but I do, 
have an understanding of a pandemic and the science behind this. And for a period of time, I am tolerant of the government saying you can't do this for a period of time. It's a short window. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think, look, here's the thing. I think in this country and not just Michigan, you're going to see it all over the place. If this goes on past April the 30th, you're going to see a lot more of this. Yeah. I expect, And this is what I expect. I expect Trump to say, I want to open. Uh, some places can open. But, you know, it may be the 15th of May before we, you know, drop the green flag on everybody. But and people may be tolerant of that, but they're going to have to have very soon that drop dead date where we all go again. Yeah, I agree with you. I think where you're having problems with governors like her and you got to watch the federal people, too, is they say, all right, we understand. But if, if we're following the rules of the pandemic, you can't come in and tell us we can't do things that don't even apply to the rules. Like you right. said about the grocery store. Yeah, you're store. overstepping. Yeah, it, it, right. When you start overstepping, if there's if there's less than 10 of us protesting and we're six feet apart, you can't come in and say we're shutting down all protesting. We're doing what you said to do, but you can't say we can't protest. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Five minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show. We are back and we thank you for being with us today. MyPillow.com, Mike Lindell and his team. And, you know, they're one of the many private companies as we're watching. And, and, you know, this is one of the great things that we can all take away from this pandemic is uh, we're, we're learning once again that nobody does it better than the private sector. When, when we got a problem, we had it back uh, during World War II. Uh, we, we've had it, uh, you know, when we have, uh, we have anytime there's an issue in this country, the private sector hurricanes, uh, the, 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 the private sector does such a better job than FEMA and, and the private sector always does a better job in the government and saying, here's a problem. We'll solve it. And we'll get it to you in record time compared to the government that drags and drags and drags and drags. And, you know, we're going to find out today that maybe the the payroll deal may be out of money and, and all this kind of stuff. We're seeing when we had shortages on things, guess who solved the problem? It wasn't the government, the private sector. Uh, and that's, that's including uh, the folks at MyPillow. And we need to remember that uh, we, we don't need to become so dependent on the Chinas of the world. We need, to, we need to set up an environment where we get those things done right here at home. And Mike Lindell and his company have been a great example of that. And they also have incredible products. Uh, that are available because they're still cranking those out as well. The wonderful MyPillow, you can buy one, get one free right now. If you go to radio specials at MyPillow.com, uh, you go there and you, you click on that and you take the promo code Bub in there with you, and there's all kinds of savings. Uh, they, they have it on their mattress topper, which we have on our mattress, which we love. You kind of get the technology of the MyPillow and put it on top of your mattress and enhance your mattress. Uh, they have duvets now, body pillows. They even have dog beds. If you're looking for something uh, that will be more comfortable for your dog, the Giza Dream Sheets, the, the best towels and washcloths you'll ever own, all of this at MyPillow.com. Go to Radio Specials, take the promo code Bubba with you, uh, and let the savings begin. Uh, so other things that we're talking about, so we're watching at the state level and the federal level, be careful of the overreach, watch the green movement, uh, all of that. And then, Bubba, again, it has come back to the top, 
And I, I don't know why this surprises us. Uh, and it's almost like, um, you know, we're little children and, and it's like we're trying to keep little children from knowing the truth. Little children, you can never, under any circumstance, trust a tyrannical communist dictatorship government. You, you don't go to these people and say, well, tell me what's going on here. And then they say, and you go, well, that must be right. Uh, that's not who they are. They, that, that there's no, they don't, do you think they have some sort of guilt when they don't tell the truth or they go home and, and go, and go, man, I just don't know. I, I don't know if I should have said that today. I just, I just wouldn't act in the way I should have acted. Um, you're always going to have to find a way to investigate these types of governments because they're not going to tell you the truth. And, um, and so to, to, when, when we have China come out and say, well, we have these wet markets, somebody ate bat soup and now we're all going to die. Well, if that's what they're willing to tell you, my first reaction is actually the opposite. Well, that probably is not what happened. Well, Rick, we, it's not like we don't have a long history of right, this. We right. had it with the Soviet Union. We've had it with China. We've had it with Cuba. We've had it with Venezuela. We've had it with Nicaragua. We've had it with all these uh, communist uh, socialist dictators through history. They never tell the truth. There are agreements that they make. You know, people just, oh, we got to have an agreement to limit nuclear weapons. We got, we got to have a limit this. We got to have. A, they, they, they make those. Uh, they sign those papers and laugh as you leave the building. They don't care. Right. Yeah. It, you know, I told you the time that um, uh, when when Adrian Rogers, uh, when he was still alive, the the great pastor out of Memphis, um, he was able to be one of the first. Uh, evangelist to go behind the iron curtain when the Soviet union failed. And he recalled what Bubba just said, just as plain. I mean, coming straight out of his mouth, he said, I got to talk to some of the military leaders because they were free to speak now. And they were laughing about the fact that, that Ronald Reagan did not fall for the attempted scam from the USSR. They said, look, the plan was very clear to get the United States of America to take their nuclear weapons and destroy them, and then we would pretend to destroy ours, but we weren't going to destroy one of them, not one. No, no. And, and, and I've seen the interviews. Yeah. I've seen them, too, in the documentary since the Cold War was over. Yeah. I mean, these these uh, SS guys, not SS, but the, uh, what was it, what's Russia's Secret oh, Service? What, what are they, they called? called? Uh, KGB. Yeah. KGB, thank yeah. you. Oh, boy, Putin Greg. Was, Putin was one of them. Uh, yeah, the SS was Nazi Germany, but they had no they had no plans to do that. None. Right. No. So if 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 and we don't know, it's just it keeps coming back. I'm not saying that you know the 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 judgment has been ruled and and it is official, but this thing of the them having a a lab where they were playing in in with the genetics and messing with viruses and all of this, we now know that we had people from the State Department two years ago come back and say, look, we're seeing these laboratories over there. This is a pandemic waiting to happen. And, uh, and so when, when it, it's starting to look again, like people are going to the wet markets, that's what, uh, you know, uh, the John Kennedy, the Republican out of Louisiana was saying, he said, look, we can't find any evidence that they were even selling bats at, at, the, at these wet markets. And they tell us it came from a bat. And, uh, and he said, he said, and he was already saying, you know, that he'd already come down on sure. it, that, that sure. it, it's definitely a, uh, some kind of accident that happened. Now I know some people want to go further and say they released it on purpose. I'm not. I'm not ready to go there yet. Uh, but what what he is saying is these things were not safe. They were dangerous. The way they they had their security and the way they were dealing with the people working on these viruses, 
it was it was harem scarum and the, and it was not as secure as it needed to be and this was going to happen and then okay of course, so he, he, Rick here's mm-hmm. what we know absolutely that is non debatable mm-hmm. there is a high tech Chinese government military research lab correct in Wuhan. It is only a few hundred yards from the so-called wet market. Okay. We know that that is not up for debate. We know for a fact that they were working and experimenting with SARS and mirrors, trying to isolate, looking at different ways to protect against that. So they were already experimenting with this stuff. We know that for a fact. Now we don't know if they were dealing with bats. We don't know if it was on purpose we don't know if it got out of there, but, the, but what I told you, we know beyond a fact. So I think it is a very fair next step in this to say it is very possible that what we're dealing with got out of that lab intentional or not. I think it's very possible it got out and I'm not too sure that it's not even a, a, a more evil purpose in this, but because we, we have a charge today from our state department that China is doing miniature underground nuclear test, which is already against all the the treaties we have with them. Yeah, Brett Baer uh, came on Sean Hannity last night with the, the breaking news of his his multiple sources that, uh, according to him, uh, said that uh, I guess um, a a scientist or research uh, employee was infected and then went out into society uh, into to Wuhan or Wuhan, and then they shut down travel from there to any other internal cities within uh, uh, China, but yet continued international flights from Wuhan to anywhere else in the world. Uh, so they knew something was going on and more is coming out, but that's according to his sources uh, last night. So it's it's actually real and, and now being investigated. Yeah, and don't forget, and this is one of the things that, that uh, John Kennedy was saying the day before yesterday, He's like, don't forget the people that were trying to tell us this happened with the lab. They've disappeared. Yeah, I mean, no one knows where they went. Right. We don't know if they're alive. Yeah. We don't know if they, if they, if they, where they took them. We, we don't, we can't find these people. These people have disappeared off the face of the earth. And um, so, and the one at the hospital that sounded the alarm first is dead. Right. He was thirty-four years old, and he died to the coronavirus, according to Chinese media. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, so anyway, they're, they, they're, they're starting to say, and they believe that, that, you know, whether they were trying to release it on purpose, whether it was a bioweapon or that Beijing was just Greg, to your point, wanting to show the world, they could be sharp and identify and treat viruses. So they would have a little more international prestige where they could, you know how they love to do this. You remember back even with Hitler, I want to, I want to show you we've got the greatest athletes in the world, right? And right. and all this, and of course, you know Jesse thirty six Olympics, yeah, made them look silly. But but the and China's, you know, they're trying to to land people on the moon. They mm-hmm. want to get in that club right. and even set up a, a base there on the back side of the moon. Yeah, and we know that's going on right now too. Now I will tell you this: um, if if you want to go that other step, you know that they done it and done it deliberate. Well, you know, it, it doesn't help to know that they're really big on taking out the world's population because they think we're overpopulated. They are big on that. Uh, so that, that doesn't look good over on the resume, but, but, uh, I'm not, no one's saying that yet. They're just saying it was attempt for them to research uh, these viruses. They wanted to, to lead the world saying that viruses don't affect our people because we're so much more advanced than the rest of the world. And they had one get away from them and somebody got infected and went out and started this whole thing. 
could be accident. We don't know. Mm -hmm. Or Rick, was it a test run for a bigger, more powerful weapon? And they wanted to see how it would spread in modern times with modern travel and how it would affect the West. Yeah, I don't know. Here's what we do know. Hey, it just randomly got away and a wet market is starting to kind of fade. Uh, and one of the reasons that uh, some of the guys that have been investigating this in our government said one of the reasons that makes us question the wet market is they haven't shut them down. They no. just they're they're still operating. But the scientists we know that worked at that lab are going missing. That's correct. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes to the top of the hour. I was feeling we can hurt a little bit too. Uh, so uh, as as we make our way back, <laughs> by the way, uh, remind me to discuss. And I know I mentioned one in passing, but there's more. I don't know what if it's tied to the pandemic or what. I know over the years we've all talked about times we've had weird dreams. I'm having weird dreams, but they all have a certain theme to them, and they're reoccurring. And it's it's almost like it's in a category. Like my dream world is working through a category of dreams, and uh, and and it, and they're and they're almost every night. So uh, we'll we'll talk about that a little later too. Now, Bubba, you were telling me that Fauci, you know, the the, the great Fauci, um, it's so funny to to you know because Rush Limbaugh, I know he's going through his treatments, but the days that he is on, you know, he he's still. You know, when when he ever gets to the point where he thinks, and it's what we just talked about a minute ago, that somebody thinks they, they're sharp now, you know, he'll, oh, yeah. he'll do yeah. that tone. He goes, well, of course, then we have to do Dr. Fauci. You know, and then all this, you know, like, like here he comes. You know, he's the great authoritative person we must listen to. So you were saying he took on Tinder? Did you say that? Rick, here is a headline today. Dr. Anthony Fauci says Americans can invite Tinder dates over to their homes but only if they're willing to take a risk. I thought, <laughs> I thought if you invited a Tinder date over to your home anytime you were right. taking a risk. <laughs> you're, you're already yeah, you on record. List them risk. <laughs> you're, you're on record. If I'm on Tinder, I'm already a risk taker. Yeah. 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 I think COVID virus 19 may be way down the list when you're inviting yeah. a Tinder date over. Well, and see, with something like that, you know, you can't you go to, you know, like one of these things that, you know, Mrs. Kravitz, you know, tried to get me on is, well, then what's any different than you saying, I have a, a friend of mine that has been in quarantine that knows how to cut hair and that, that person's come over to my house to cut my hair. That's a lot. That's a lot less risk taking than some person on Tinder's coming over. <laughs> you know, uh, I mean, it's oh, it, I it, listen. Imagine. If you're oh. allowing a Tinder date to come over during the pandemic, then you allowing anybody to come to your house shouldn't be problematic for anybody because you know it, it's yeah, a, that that doesn't sound like a quarantine to me. I mean, that no. doesn't sound like a, if you're just gonna have social life or anyway. or mean, it goes back to the other thing. It's common sense, and if it's one individual and coming into your home, the odds of them bringing it to you are probably not very high if they've been quarantined too. I, I love this, Rick. Is it if you're looking for a friend, sit in a room, put on a mask, and you know, chat a bit. If you want to get a little bit more intimate, well, then that's your choice regarding a risk. He said, 
<laughs> yeah, I love Bubba's point. Hey, Fouch, if I'm on Tinder and I'm inviting anybody into my house for more than we're going to talk to each other through masks, it was a risk long before COVID-19. Yeah, yeah, you got other problems there, pal. Will we be kissing through masks? I won't. No, I'm not either. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of those uh, things. We, we've decided in our family it's one in, all in. That's right. Look, here's the way it looks. Here, this is the thing. It was the title of of when John Cusack was cranking out those great movies we all loved in the 80s, and maybe they got into the 90s too. He had the title of one that we all love, Better Off Dead. Yep. You know, I mean. Well, Rick, that's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. It's, By the way. It's hilarious. It's goofy, but it right. is hilarious. Yeah. It's, it, when I want my $2. That little character he had, which might have just been the way he was as a person, the actor, right. I don't know. Mm. But his character in those movies was phenomenal. Especially you know, we, when he did the nervous talking thing. Way. We've all felt that way at some point, you know. That that one in Say Anything, when the dad asked him what he was going to do for a living and he listed all the categories he did not want to make a living at, and right. he's just rambling and he gets to going. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to manufacture anything. I don't want to sell anything that's been manufactured. And he just starts that whole thing, which was hilarious. And then he comes he's at the funny. end that he's going to be a kickboxer, but he doesn't know if he's any good, but he hasn't been beat yet. <laughs> That's funny. But, that is funny. Yeah, so there's there's some of this that is just silly. Uh, you know, we can establish, it goes back to the thing we've talked about, which we've never understood about destroying something, then saying that it's it, it belongs to me. Okay, so you've destroyed something, now you have it. What do you got? Yeah. Uh, you know, some of this, we certainly don't want to be reckless. We don't want to be, you know, sinful by being reckless with our, our health and our, and our life, whether we have a pandemic or not. But... There's going to come a point, and I think we're getting there, where you know we're Americans, okay? We're not commies. We're not socialists yet. I mean, we're working there. We're Americans. And we really have been told by the founders of this country, hang on to liberty above everything. Uh, don't give up liberty. Don't give up freedom. Don't give up these freedoms that are guaranteed you in the Constitution, period. Because, you know, you could say, hey, look, I'm alive, and then you're living in some tyrannical central government country. Who cares? Better off dead. Yep. Uh, so, um, I, I, you know, that's like these people saying, look, I'd rather go out there because, first of all, I don't think I'm, you know, it's one thing to say I'm going to jump into a pool that is filled with, uh, you know, great white sharks that haven't been fed in months. Right. As opposed to I think I'm going to open up my business and, you know, think that maybe – Number one, that I won't get COVID-19 at all. Number two, if I get it, it's going to kill me. I mean, both of those are not very high. You know, getting mm-hmm. it is higher than it killing you, but neither one of them are like jumping into a pool. And, and if you're saying, well, so what? I stayed here and I, and I crept down in my house and I hid under a table and I wore a mask and, and I sprayed myself, you know, with, 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 with all this cleansing cream 24-7 to where my skin's coming off. Oh, but by the way, they just took my house today because my business is over. Mm-hmm. Well, then so what? I mean, it, it, it's it's worth the risk to to go back and to, and to get back into making a living and saving the economy going forward. It is. I mean, look at this. We're sitting here right now. We can't figure out when the next time you have a football game. Well, at some point, we got to try it. Well, that, that was in the news yesterday. You know, uh, there's a lot of folks on Trump's committee to uh, get the economy going again. And I don't know if you saw what the commissioners of the big five conferences said or not, but we'll, we'll yeah. cover that next segment. Well, I had an email last night. Well, I'll wait to the end since we're going to talk about it because I, I had an email last night and I thought to myself, did I ever think I would see this email? Um, and, um, you know, and it's, um, 
uh, because there, what I'm trying, I know the vaccine could could change a lot of things, and treatment can can change a lot of things. But uh, those things are coming. But um, we hope. But something has got to give uh, to some level here pretty soon. Like I say, when you look at the the figures they had the other day, were in between 16 million and 17 million jobs are gone. And, and I know the numbers may be different today, and at that time there were 25,000 people who had died in a country that has 330-something million people. And when you look at those two numbers, the, the devastation to the economy and to people's livelihood far outweighs the dangers of death. Uh, top of the hour, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. We'll come back and talk about it. Uh, like Bubba said, there was a... Seem to be some discussion about uh, sporting events. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.